Welcome to the Unsolicited Voiceover Podcast, Episode 7. Hello everyone, we've got four of us here today. I've been looking forward to doing a four-person podcast for ages, but uh, we're finally ready. Introduce yourselves. Right, uh, I'm Jeff Butler. I've been doing VA stuff, like, in practice for about two whole months now. Um, but I did a lot of research beforehand to make sure I was starting off on the right foot. Uh, wow, wow, Zero. You're awfully, uh, awfully quiet there. Is that because you're brooding in your corner, being edgy again? Okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm also Charles' uh, unpaid intern. Dude, you, you, you're getting paid technically, all right? <laughs> oh, am I? All right. And our last guest, you can introduce yourself now. <laughs> Hi, Welcome uh, to the Technically Paid Podcast. <laughs> um, my name's Liam Shoji Bixby. I've been voice acting for maybe six years now, but I've been doing theater stuff for well over a decade, so. Oh, shit, we cracking open cold ones? <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, no. It's, uh, it's a bit, it's, the, it's this podcast bit every episode I crack open a can. Uh. I didn't realize I was doing it until I listened to them. <laughs> now hopefully that's soda, not beer, yeah? And uh, it's a bit early, you know, I'm actually run out of beer. Oh, Otherwise okay. it would be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's pretty tragic. Um, <clears throat> all right, so yeah, we've got these amazing guests with us today. And uh, just before we get on with today's topics, quick message from the sponsor of this episode today's sponsor is me i'm running a voice acting competition on casting call club you get paid for winning there are 10 roles to choose from so that's 10 winners overall the prize pool varies on the role and so does the difficulty deadline for submissions is 30th of june 2020 link is down in the description and we're back <clears throat> All right, so starting off the podcast with a question that must be asked to everyone that comes, what is the single biggest or worst mistake you have made in your voiceover career thus far? Thinking I was good. Uh, <clears throat> ooh. Ooh. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Do you want to elaborate? Think, yeah. Um, you know, when you start off, everybody thinks they're like God's gift to the planet. Um. Uh, especially with all the, uh, the, like, forum sites that are out there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. you, you listen to the other people and you listen to yourself and you're like, oh, okay, I think I can bring a little bit more to the table, but that kind of gets you in a mindset where you don't really need to improve. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, and, that, and how long were you like that? Whew. A year? Yeah. Not very long? Um, yeah, maybe like a year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, I, I was speaking to a couple of other people in um, a completely different Discord server as well, and they said much the same thing. They did, like, a year of voiceover, thought they were, I didn't say God's give to the earth, but, you know, yeah, along the similar lines, obvious, and said, but... oh, I submitted, like, 500 auditions within the first year and made all these other XYZ mistakes. I'm like, wow, it seems super common, mm -hmm. unexpectedly common. But that was yours. How long ago was this year of, uh... Um, like five or four years ago. Okay, yeah, so not, not too recent then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was some time ago, but, like, we're, yeah, we're yeah, still but... getting, getting to the point where we want to be, so. Oh, that's good. And what about you, Jeff? 
Well, I I wouldn't say I've really had enough time to make like devastating mistakes, but I've I've definitely been able to uh, well more so like learn how to identify what projects are not going to happen and like more so like uh, I've probably auditioned for way more things than I should have uh, based on like just what my voice sounds like like that's what I'm trying to do right now is because like I've spent my whole life you know being a loud jackass uh, so that's really not a problem like yelling and yeah, being, yeah, uh, yeah. over the top is not an issue for me at all. Um, but like, I'm just trying to find uh, what sounds best, what what my lane is really. And I've definitely auditioned for a lot of things that were like out of my league, and I should not have done that. Uh, also, auditioned for things that like are just so clearly not going to happen. Like even even going back, you know, two months, I look at it, I was like, why did I even think? Yeah. This was the, like even if this did get made, it wouldn't even look good. So what's the point? <laughs> that is uh that I've had very much the same experience with that one. I've auditioned for things so so far unbelievably out of my league at the time. I was like didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like I'm I'm slowly coming to terms with even even though like my voice isn't like super high pitched like I I I just can't do like these really low pitched sort of uh, villains or like really deep uh, brooding characters that I really want to do. Coming to terms with that, yeah, uh, you've got your range and right. So I like I I I either need to like practice that a lot or just like accept that it's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, I'm having to come to terms. You need a vocal coach. (laughs) I'm having to come to terms with the opposite. I can't really go all that high. <laughs> and and when you do, what does it sound like? What does it sound like? <laughs> I don't know. What does it sound like? <laughs> it, it sounds it doesn't it'll convince no one. Yeah, it convinces exactly. no one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Th- that's the thing. Like I can do like a low pitch, gravelly Joel type of voice, but like it doesn't it it doesn't read. Like it's not convincing. It sounds like me doing a voice. Yeah, and I think Mm. something like that is, uh, I don't know, if you're talking about really low voices, what you'll tend to find is, especially for examples like, uh, I don't know, the guy who did uh, The Master Chief, uh, a lot of voices that are similar to that, really low, are quite soft-spoken, they're not natural anyway, and I guess it's just being trained to work up close to a specific kind of microphone that will, you know, really pick up the bass, pluck the bass out of your voice. Um, That proximity effect. Gotta abuse it. Gotta embrace it. You do sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time, just sometimes. Just sometimes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do lower voices, it would be something you'd have to actually talk to a vocal coach about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be... That would be something you have to talk to a vocal coach about. It's still an interesting thing to uh, try out, though. Right. Like, and I, I plan on uh, moving either to Dallas or Burbank eventually, but just because, like, the town I live in now, there's really no options. Like, yep. n- not not just for career stuff, but just for lessons. The, it's like the only place to get acting lessons here is at the local community college, and it's, yeah, that's it. there's. I mean, that stuff is like 
okay, but if you're... It depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for acting-specific stuff, I don't know about getting a vocal coach in for that, because you're spending a lot of money for acting advice and acting improvement you could get by, like, turning up to a local theater group and joining them instead. Exactly. And I it, mean, practicing it, acting by being an actor, is <laughs> that's a really good thing to do over just paying, like, 300 an hour for a voice coach. Exactly. And and if I did that, I'd rather do it in a city where there is work to be had, you know, so like if I meet someone there, uh, it, it can actually like do something for me as opposed to just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move too. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Sushi? Have you ever done uh, acting lessons, stuff like that? Um, not lessons in particular. So I've, like I said, I did theater for a little bit, like just community theater, high school theater, a little bit of college theater. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like nothing absolutely crazy, but recently I did do like one of those pay for like a coach. It was a Crispin Freeman's yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and it was beyond helpful. Hel- oh, very helpful. The dude really works you. Um, he doesn't beat oh, around nice. the bush. Yeah, he doesn't beat around the bush or anything. It's yeah, that's what you want because yeah. you got such limited time. Exactly. Really well, that's the thing. It's, the, the thing was it was with. It was you and seven other people, and you were just sitting there in a Zoom call. But the thing literally yeah. lasted all day. It was like, when you were done with that thing, like everybody that was in the call, we were all like hungover from, yeah. from doing it for so oh, long. Oh, wow. It was an all-day thing, too? Yeah, all day. So just sitting in That's a hot nice. closet. Yeah, all day long, yeah. Oh, man, that would be that would be wild. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I would do an all-day thing. That does sound good, but... uh. It's one of those things where I wouldn't ever want to get like a one-off lesson or something unless it was something super specific that yeah, could go yeah. over within an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Did he just like uh, run you through emotions? And so like, yeah, yeah, it was like he gave us. Um, so it's weird. Crispin Freeman is a like a theatrically trained actor first before he yeah. like did all like the Naruto and Helsing stuff. Um. So, Which tends to be most of them as well. Yeah, most no, that's to be like that's totally how people who yeah. just want to get into like Broadway or Hollywood and then and they're they like, just kind of oh, fall go into, into voice acting yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the best way to do it actually. Yeah, because like even I know we were joking about it earlier, but voice actors are actors. Like, I, oh yeah, it's like oh yeah. Well, if you see, if, I, if I were to put a like a camcorder in my booth, like you'd be seeing me doing the weirdest things when I'm recording lines. Oh, same. Don't don't <laughs> worry about that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a camcorder oh, in wow. my booth, and I've like, yeah. I was, I'm slowly but surely uh, working on the uh, on a kind of a biggest video project I've ever done, which is the process of me making and mixing my own demo, including all the visuals from the that. booth. Yep. Have you? I just finished my demo reel. Yeah, like a whole nice. one. Yeah, it, it's it's really good too. Oh, thank you. I'm, yeah, I've I've Thanks. not heard it, so I wouldn't know. But, okay. I think I've heard it before, but uh, it, I, I can't remember. I think I probably listened to it when uh, you auditioned for the podcast. It's, it's new, brand new, even before that or after that. Oh, yeah. oh, that's exciting! I will after this. I'm gonna go listen sure, to it. Yeah. I'm I'm always down for inspiration on those kind of things. So yeah, yeah I listen Mr. to a lot of demos. Mr. Days. Charles here is uh, currently working on my demo. Hmm. Uh, Doing the uh, sound design for that. Oh, oh! By the way, your World War Two scene. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah, the oh, uh, the mix for that. I think um, other than cutting it down in time, it's like, oh, yeah, it sounds great. It sounds really good. Awesome. I'll uh, ping that one over to you after this is done as well. <laughs> wow, there's so much stuff to do after the podcast. <laughs> this is exciting. Waking up early tomorrow morning as well. Ah, oh, I love being busy. Although, although uh, Sebastian uh, or Heroish, I'm going to keep name dropping him on the podcast until he gets in here. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was messaging me this morning. He's like, why don't you ever respond to your DMs? I'm like, uh, no reason. Because of you. <laughs> Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Oh, no DMs are in the state, dude. Speaking of, uh, I will have to give you both Sushi and Jeff the other, um, have you seen the other moderator in the server? I have not. Creature? I saw him pop up for a brief second today, and I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, creature? yeah, yeah, no. Message, <laughs> message that, message Creature over me in DMs every time, uh, because those DMs work and mine don't. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah. So what, do I just message him and ask for you? <laughs> It's, it's my phone. That is my phone. Yeah, creature is him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's my phone. Surprise. Yeah. So the difference is, is I have a Discord on my tablet and laptop. Um, and essentially, people DM, DM it, and I look at it, and I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. There's no notifications. So not just the sounds. That all, uh, when people's icons and s pop up when you see a message that they've newly sent, doesn't even happen. I literally have to pick people's names out, go down the DMs and find them to see the messages. T. <laughs> I check zeros most often. <laughs> because he's, oh, yeah, T. If you ever see me message you T, I'm yeah. finding your DMs the quick way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, okay, back on topic because I just steered that one right off. Yes, you Good did. Good job, me. Bad host. Yeah, I did. I am a bad host. So one of the things you mentioned, Sushi, which I was super interested in, is uh, going from, like, hobbyist voiceover to I want to be a professional in regards to equipment. Mm -hmm. So what is the equipment that you would say, like, are you talking about going from, like, a blue snowball to your first <laughs> XLR, or are you talking about, like, I've, I really love voiceover, I've you know, ready to make my PVC booth and your what microphone should or I get? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm always interested. It, yeah, it's cool. I, love I can microphones. I can literally talk about either because I'm I'm currently helping some friends get into like the starting scene, and of course you don't want you want to invite everybody who like possible into this into your hobby. So like I'm not gonna try and scare them and be like, here, buy the Neumann TLM 102 and the <laughs> like yeah, the like a six hundred dollar yeah. XLR box. It's like. So, of course, you're just going to get them a, a USB mic. Um, but, like, there there obviously comes that point where it's, like, when you want to upgrade. And personally, I think people who are just starting out but want to do a little bit more professional is, like, the AT2020 and, like, the Scarlet S uh, Solo. Yeah. But it's, like... Yeah. I think the Knee King B, if you can get it on yeah, sale. Yeah, I've heard about that better. one. I've just... That one recently popped into the scene, right? I, I have not heard it though. I have not. Oh no, I have. That's a lie. I've heard uh, it for uh, low voice as well. Is it good? Uh, yeah, yeah I, it works good for high voices, medium voices, low voices. It's okay. It's not amazing. Mm. 
It's better than the AT2020 for low voices, though, okay. as poor old Zero found out. Yep, I feel that, man. <laughs> I still have my 2020. Well, like, I mean... Yeah, it box. resonates with his voice yeah. and someone else's, I know. Well, I mean, technically, it's a 2035. I'm using a 2020 right now. Oh, okay. Um, what's the difference? Does that one have the 10 decibel thing, or is that... Yeah, the switch that you can't reach because it's... <laughs> it's what, you the mean the, 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 the 2035? Yeah, yeah. It has the switches on the bottom back. I don't know why. I really don't get yeah, why it couldn't be I'm, on the front. Yeah, I'm currently rocking the AT4040, and it has yeah. the switches on the back, and it's just so awkward. Yeah. It works. I, I it works wonders, but it's just very strange placement. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only AT mic that I actually like is the 4040. Yeah, it... um does wonders for like bassy more baritone voices and i've heard it um well i think is it Cam yeah cameron miller's using the at4040 as well and his is definitely in the higher range oh, i really? would say or at least for the character work i said it, it sounds fantastic for him too mm -hmm. sounds yeah comes across the really natural tone for him it really works yeah but the lower priced 80s I mean, they're definitely good they're like they're really good xlr mics yeah the problem is uh, on people with lower voices, um, I heard this with Null, and I've heard it with someone else. Uh, some uh, kind of a random person on casting call. I think his name's David. He does a super low voice, mm -hmm. and if you like crank that volume up with your good old studio monitors or your <laughs> or your cans, yeah, cans. And you can just hear the voice like resonating the metal around the yeah, yeah. microphone. Yeah, you can. It's, it, just... it's definitely tin canny. Yeah. Uh, and it's such a shame because otherwise they're. But I wonder if it's like the internals of the microphone or what it's constructive of externally that makes it do that. But uh, and I'm surprised they haven't fixed it. I would be like, how, like everybody knows this is the thing. Everyone who's who I've spoken to is like, oh yeah, if you have a bassy voice and you use AT2020, guess what? It's gonna resonate the microphone. I'm like, well, how do people not complain about this? <laughs> yeah, it seems it, like a it's super a, important thing. I mean, it's a cheap mic, relatively. Yeah. So because it's because it's a hundred bucks. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds good. And it still it sounds like, better yeah. than like a Yeti. So people are like, yeah, well, that's that's fine. I can live with that. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like I, it's like ooh, it's XLR. That means I'm professional now. When yeah, in reality. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, I I currently use the AT2020, and um, I don't know if like my ears aren't as tuned. That'll yet, ha that'll happen like, over I, time. Believe me. I, I yeah, yeah. I I I I mean personally, I think it sounds. All right, mm -hmm. for like where I'm at now, I, I personally don't see the need to rush. Yeah. Oh yeah, at least don't take any yours. of this as like an attack or anything. Like if you have an AT20, oh no, no, it's <laughs> fine. That, you can make that you're... work until like you die, if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean for yours, uh, it, you barely even resonate your microphone uh, at all yeah. unless you get super loud with it and EQ fixes it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, really metal w with your voice because well, it's not quite as freaking bassy as mine or Noel's or you know. Or David. Yeah. David was the guy who did that, uh, the Morgan Freeman impression, but at least 12 <laughs> octaves lower than the actual guy does it. Yeah. Oof. 12 octaves. <laughs> he was so low. You're like, I, I think I cranked his volume up, and I, my, my headphones were literally shaking. I was like, what is this guy's voice? And, and, then, and th then, then you put on your high-pass filter, and his voice just disappeared. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was entirely, well, was just filter, yeah. it was entirely uh, 80 hertz and below. Frequencies. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that guy's voice was so low, but it was. It was awesome. That it was awesome bass. to listen to. 
That guy has a great voice. Maybe I should contact him, get him on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> to bless everyone's ears. <laughs> oh, I'll have to message him. Oh, man, I have. A, I just remembered I have a funny mistake I did that I totally forgot about because it was so stupid. Um, when I was, f like, first, very, very first starting uh, audio editing, I was capturing my noise print from the entire track of audio. <laughs> So oh, no. it was oh, it, it no. was <laughs> it was it was cutting out so much quality, and I had no idea that I was even doing that. Uh, and that was quickly quickly resolved. <laughs> yeah, I I did a similar thing with one, with one of my auditions, but funnily enough, I got cast for that role anyways. It it was hey, the you, thing. You've killed your quality several times with noise. I know. Filters. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're you're just going up against uh, headphone mics, and <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big one. Ah, uh, the old headset microphones. God, they sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I don't think I've killed no. my uh, my quality since I got my new mic, so maybe that's something to do with it. Yeah, but would you even noise reduce your new mic? I think you'd just be silencing the gaps in between your speech, right? I do that, and I put in a really light noise filter, like 10% uh, noise filter. on. Yeah, stuff. I wouldn't even bother with that anymore, to be honest. There's nothing it's going to pick up anyway, because your noise floor isn't like sitting between minus 59 and minus 72 dB anyway, so you might as well just like, eh. Eh, I guess. I think it's like if your if your noise floor is below the minus sixty, there's no point even cutting it out. <clears throat> hmm. Well, all right, one less thing I'll do. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. What's your audio editing game like, Sushi? You you do much of it, or you get someone else to do it? Um, I do most of it, but like it's nothing crazy. It's really just like dynamic compression, like if, yeah, yeah, and like. If I got music, multi-band compression, just a little bit, just a little bit on the higher end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you get a little boost in the highs, nothing too crazy. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing too wild, because I'm not. I want them to hear me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of the crazy things too, because EQ is one of those things where uh, I don't know. I've I've had uh, other people do EQ on me, mm -hmm. had me do EQ on other people, and it's one of those things where it's like. Yeah, it's so, so easy to get wrong. Yeah. So easy to get wrong. Like, I, I always like to say, no EQ is better than any, or, like, bad EQ. Unless your yeah, microphone is, just like, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very yeah, and you've got to be line. subtle with it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm of the camp where I look at the EQ and I'm like, I don't know what any of this does, yeah, so I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the, that's the best thing to do. The best thing to do. The only for, thing like, I do. Here, go ahead. Sorry, the uh the only thing I do to my tracks is noise reduction, compression, uh normalize and yeah, I think that's it. I was about to say just like a single band compressor it, with like limit it and then compress it. That's oh. that's pretty much it. Right. Old. I just do like like a stock like four to one ratio single band compressor, mm -hmm. that's it. Nothing nothing crazy at all. What I <laughs> what I tend to do is um declicker first, run it like a few times on the settings that Charles recommended, and then I uh, I think I do compression then. I use uh, the multiband one, uh, just one of the presets. I think it was classical mastering, something like that. And, and then I think about how much dumb audio editing I do for my stuff, yeah. and I'm like, why do I even bother half the time? <laughs> yeah. And then I normalize it last, so. Yeah, 
I'll do I'll do declicker if like I think it's necessary. Like I'm I didn't realize how dry my mouth was or something. <laughs> oh, I just do yeah. it regardless because that's a good idea. Probably honestly. something that I that I miss. Do you guys use yeah. Audition for that, or do you use um, yes. RX7? Adobe Audition. Yeah, yes. Audition. Audition. It's uh, it's my f- the only thing I don't like about it. Audition is when you're doing level matching, and so, <clears throat> for example, in a Mob Psycho Bridge, where I got to deal with people who are recording on different microphones, trying. The goal is in the mix. You want people to sound like they could feasibly have come from the same microphone yep. in both kind of the frequency response side of things and then the volume and adobe audition oh it just it does not the tools are good the tools are there but they're not easy to find Mm. uh (laughs) so it always takes longer than it should to do things like level matching and all the good fun stuff you need to do to make a good sounding audio mix with multiple voices and multiple microphones god's a pain yeah my audio editing these days is uh Way overkill, probably. Yeah, probably. What do we <sighs> even do? Yeah, well, if I'm sitting a audition file in, the first things first I need to do is tweak the GoXLR. So that's turning the gain down to an actual normal amount. Unlike what it's on now, it's on way too high to do uh, recording stuff for auditions right now. Yeah. Um, and then, what's the first thing that goes through? Noise gate adjustment. I think I sit, it sits at like minus 50 dB, so no signal unless the volume is higher than that. Um, what else goes on? After we've done that one, it's the EQ boost in the highs. I oh, know it's the EQ first, uh, and that's done by the GoXLR. That gives it a boost in the highs. And then after that, it is compressor. Yep. Um... I think mine's a 4 to 1 at minus 10 at the threshold. And then the last thing is the de-esser because um, it's, uh, I realized what the GoXLR does. Either, sometimes I forget to put the de-esser on. Um, and it's basically just a, a little EQ high pass on one specific frequency that just cuts the S's out, that, that sound. So either I have the GoXLR do it or I'll do it in post with EQ. Um, and then... Occasionally, I might like compress it again if things didn't go quite well in post. Uh, declick it, silence all the breaths, move all the unwanted noises, <laughs> trim the file, uh, and then normalize like minus one and a half dB pretty much. And it sounds good. Nice. And then for a casting call club, <laughs> uh, you gotta. <laughs> you yeah. Got food yeah, that wasn't long-winded <laughs> enough. Yeah, if you're submitting auditions for Casting Call Club, I record them in um, the 48 kilohertz mono WAV files, but it just hates that. If you upload them, it'll bit crush them. So I then convert them to MP3s at the highest bit rate. Don't let Casting Call Club do your MP3 conversion. It will kill your file quality. Just hates WAVs <laughs> with a passion. So just um, upload MP3s like everyone else, Charles. Shouldn't have to, okay? I know, I know you shouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, but I will. I do do it now, most of the time. I might have forgotten to do it recently. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, but I actually didn't know about that. Um, because you mentioned that there's like a quality slider when you export to MP3 in aud- in audition. I didn't. Yeah. yeah I didn't so if you're doing know. any sample rate conversion, that's a super important thing. And then there's also just compression quality as well. There's like two of them because if you're going, if you're recording in like 192 or like 96 or 
48 and you're going down to a 44.1, like Adobe Audition will change the sample rate of the recording to match the output. But it's like there's loss that goes on with that if you don't crank the slider all the way up. And I didn't know that for a long time. Um, and that's what happens with the uh, Casting Cool Club one. So when you, if you upload a WAV, to Casting Cool Club, it'll be like, oh, what's this? Not 44.1 kilohertz uh, sample rate? Convert that, but it's using um, an audio codec that does not have the quality slider turned up, so hence why it kills your audio. Wait, so it, it wants 44.1, not 48? It will accept 48 if you upload it as an MP3, but if you upload it as a WAV, it will change it to 44.1. Okay. I know. Right. I know it makes no sense. Also, it changes the bit rate. If you upload a WAV, but if you upload an MP3, you can put the highest bitrate on. Yeah, so just upload an MP3 with 320 kilobits and uh, 48 kilohertz. 48. Yeah. yeah. And that's the the way to get the best quality out of it, unless they ask for something specific. But I don't know, dude. I think the best thing to do is ask for WAVs and, and say, I'm going to download it and load it up in Adobe Audition because I don't trust this site. It's doing something. <laughs> I wish they would just well, accept flax already. You and your flags. I know. You love your flags. Yes, I do. Because they're good. <laughs> yeah, but you can't play them in browsers, so it's denied. Well, you can upload them to Discord and play back just fine. Can, you can play them back in Discord? Yeah, I've given you flag files and you've listened to them. I have? Yes, yes, you have. <laughs> this, is, this is revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite good. Yeah, lossless you audio. Them. All right, all right. We're not we're not sponsored by your flak files, okay? <laughs> Stop plugging them. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, should we return to yes, uh, that, that, yeah, that was on topic. Never mind. Uh, okay, it kind of was uh, anyway. Yeah, more more on topic than other tangents. So, what's the next one? This one's uh, pretty much directed at sushi. Um you were talking about, so one of the things you mentioned was audio equipment from, uh, you know, going from no hobbyist mm -hmm. to professionals. But there is other things you need to change as well. So, like, how to appear more professional. What did you do when you decided you were going to do professional voiceover? What changes did you make? Okay, so, I, personally, I still don't think I'm there yet, like... I've, yeah, yeah, but you're, you're aiming for yeah, it, we're, right? like, this. Yeah, this is the tale of someone who's in the transition so yeah in terms of what you do i'm i'm still guilty of it but i feel like it's weird the the whole like anime profile picture that can get a little um at least like with your yeah. your public appearance like if it's like if it's twitter or whatever like do whatever you want on there but like if you're trying to get more professional roles, like maybe have some headshots done, or yeah, yeah, it's like that, yeah. or like it because it's really just you want to do what other actors are doing. In my opinion, that's how I see it. Yeah, because if they if they get cast and they're do they must be doing something yeah, exactly. right, and if they got professional headshots done, maybe that's part of it. it might be super marginal gains, mm -hmm. but. If you're making the transition, everything you do 
for marginal gains could help you get a role. Yep. And um, right. and people people want to feel like they're connecting with a person and not uh, an anime character. Exactly. And I, I'm still guilty of it because we were oh, talking so about it earlier. Like, <laughs> we, like, my profile picture is like a persona guy. So. Yeah, mine's mine's me as a JoJo character. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's funny. There's a lot of... Uh, voice actors who I feel are getting in a similar position to you, Sushi, who have, like, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily the anime profile pictures, but, like, art done of them instead of professional headshots. Do you think that works or not really? Oh, yeah, because I mine is personally art done of me as a Persona character. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... It, it's I think it's fine for the like online persona but once you start like if you I forget who was talking about earlier but like if you want to start moving to Dallas or if you want to start moving to California or Montreal or any of the other big cities that have the bigger voice acting game available yeah I personally yeah, yeah, yeah. think it's time to drop the the hobbyist side of it yeah. and like take on as you would if you were in the workplace so like if you want it as a job treat it as a job yeah i can definitely agree with that i can definitely agree with that mm -hmm. yeah I, I i had some headshots done um i didn't really like them um so i'm gonna get some new ones done uh <laughs> hopefully in time to put this uh video together because like once once i get the demo finished i'm gonna put that on a video card similar to the the card you had, Sushi. I liked your visuals Thank a you. lot. Yeah, I can help you with it if um, you need any. I, I yeah, I'd yeah, I'll I'll add you on a uh, Discord. Cool. But uh, like I w yeah, I wanted something like that. But instead of doing that picture of me, uh, with the JoJo stuff, it was it was just gonna be one of those new headshots. And my uh, my girlfriend actually does like graphic design, like a sort of in her magazine style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was and I was gonna get her to uh kind of make me a card like that and put my picture in there and ho hopefully we'll make something that looks real slick yeah visual Damn. visuals are such a huge thing when it comes to demo reels which is such a interesting yeah because it's one of those things where it can be distracting in a bad way yeah. if they're bad visuals mm -hmm. and it can be distracting in a good way if they're good visuals yep yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. I just spent especially like, from yeah. I just spent the past like two months just doing as much research as possible on demo reels before I like same. And it's <laughs> it's nuts, man. Like the amount of and I, I I came to the conclusion that I'm just gonna record four and a half minutes of me doing impressions of Sonic characters. I love it. Great. Chili dogs, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what we recommend. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many, like, I've heard so many contradicting opinions on, like, sound effects and music. So many. Yeah. Like, so do you, many. Do you add sound effects? Do you add music? Do you slate your name in the beginning? Do you, it's like... Oh my god. That's the big one I've seen. Like I I can't decide whether or not I'm probably going to decide to not do a slate. I just didn't. Like cuz Yeah. I know people just say like just say your name. Like I've heard more people say just say your name than I've heard people mm -hmm. say don't say anything at all. Yeah. 
but I feel like there will be so many other avenues for you seeing what my name is if you're exactly. listening and to if my you demo know, that I, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. As long as you're not doing, like, Liam Shoji Bixby 2020 demo character reel. Thank you for listening, and if you want my contact information, please look down below in the description. Oh, it's like, I, so... Dude, I don't care. Oh. Did you watch the same <laughs> podcast I did? Did you watch the same one? Oh, yeah. no, that was Tip of the Tongue? No. Oh, I do know Tip of the Tongue, yeah, though. That, That's, um, that was... I, I, they they I did that exact you. bit. Oh, did they, they really? Did exact, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. They were like... They did it, like, at the worst demo you could possibly make, and they were like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is... The demo reel for James Alexander, and I am going to talk all about how I have 12 different people to congratulate and thank for making this demo reel, just like XYZ did the sound mixing, and you're yeah, like, this is 20 seconds into your demo. Why? Yeah, you, get, you get a minute. You get a minute and maybe 15 seconds if you're pushing it. And even then, nobody mm-hmm. listens to the whole minute anyway. Yeah, you get, and that's the thing. You get 15 seconds. You get, like, you get 15 to 20 seconds to really pull someone in. And if they want to listen to more of it, they will. But, like, you got to make, you got to front load your demo. Because I've heard people say, like, end with your strongest one. I highly disagree. What? That's I've, crazy. Yeah, I've heard discouraged. Yeah, I know. Most, what I've heard was put your best first and your second best last, and I'm just like, I don't know about yeah. that, buddy. Yeah, so I what would I've spam heard, them all at the start and just hope that nobody makes it to your <laughs> bad ones at the end. What I've heard, I I personally did it, I think it makes sense, um, is you start off with not necessarily your best, but your regular talking voice. I've heard that too. Yeah, I think it. I think it definitely applies to the majority of voice actors who do, you know, character work in their own natural. I think the best advice I heard thus far that I guess made the most sense to me was uh, put the put the character that you get cast for the most first. Mm, that makes sense. Because yeah, if you get cast for it already like a couple of times to do paid work, especially then chances are you'll probably get cast for doing similar stuff again. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just load that one at the front because at least you've got experience doing that kind of character and it'll probably be good. Probably will be your best one. <laughs> if you do it all the time, it's probably going to be good. <laughs> Especially get paid to do it all the time. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, demo making is uh, definitely one of the hardest things you can do unless you have uh so you did your solo did you say yeah i had like well i i personally think it's a bad idea to do it solo like i agree l- i agree record it listen to it think it, if you think it's okay send it to another person get their opinion on it yeah and then because like if you're you can either be your worst critic when it comes to this stuff or way too biased exactly and there's, I per- there's really no in between so you really got to get a couple years listening to it to make sure that the acting's solid. And you got to remember, too, that if you go into a studio and pay like a grant to get one professionally made, you have someone not in the, you know, in the studio room with you, but in the little uh, mixing room yeah. is going to be telling you if the takes are good or not. Mm-hmm. So technically, you know, you've got a whole team, not just you. There's like kind of a director in there with you. There's someone who's going to do the audio mixing there and then live with you. Then they're going to produce it mm-hmm. and do... Sound effects. There's like a whole team of people that goes into making a professionally made demo, and you just have to remember that, you know, they all even probably say to their colleagues, sort of, hey, what do you think about this? Does this sound right? Oh, yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. yeah cause... If you can afford a team, or if you have a team of friends who'll do it for free, you should use them. 100%. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, send yeah. your demo to Charles. 
<laughs> Get him to do Wow, Charles, you'll mix my entire demo reel for free? Any and all demos. <laughs> no, I, I will scrutinize it for free. I don't know. I just, certain demo reels, I've listened to a lot. I think I may have listened and collected over like 800 demos in the last two weeks and listened to them, both for male and female. A lot of them from Twitter, a lot of them from Casting Call. And there is like maybe 100 that I think are good. Mm. Probably less than 100 I think are good. Like 12 I would cast someone for. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You got to make and, sure that you're ready for a demo reel. Yeah. Because I think the biggest out of the 800 I listened to, I would say the number one problem with the most of them was the way that like the first thing that they did didn't grip me and then the flow of it was wrong. So like... This, the scenes just, they don't always have to be the exact same length, but you, like, when you're transitioning from one sort of, one mood, one character, one acting thing that you're trying to do to the next, there's, you need, like, a, like an audible cue that this is happening, mm. because this one person, who I won't name, they, they had, like, a, like, a 10 second long one, and it was kind of a similar voice to the next one, and the next one was five seconds, and it ended, and I was just so confused, yeah. I was like... Was this the same scene? And then, yeah, just having bad mic quality obviously turns people away. It being mixed badly turns people <laughs> away. And then I, th I did really nitpicky, but uh, dialogue oh, that doesn't the sound believable. The writing is oh such God. a huge thing. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, and it's a pain, especially because I'm doing mine pretty much solo. Over the, well, I've actually had a lot of help with the audio editing side of things. Mm -hmm. I haven't with the script. I have the directing, but I plan to send it off to loads of places first. But yeah, the scripting has been probably the hardest thing. Yep. I've nailed Zero about this constantly on his script, too. <laughs> have you? I mean, you haven't <laughs> yes. really. Last time you scrutinized mine, you're like, yeah, just, just say it, do it first, and I'll listen to it, and then I'll decide. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that, that's all you've done. You haven't really... Really I mean, remember the it. first few times we started off with the script, and I was like, this isn't long enough. You need to add, like, detail. Yeah, And, and I, then you and did I... it again, and I was like, it's still not long enough. Oh, was it? What was it twice? Yeah. Oh, okay. We had like a we had like a back and forth about the length of like how you're describing the screen s s scenes and what's going on. So. Huh. Okay. It was a while ago though. You moved on since then. <laughs> yeah, I've I've definitely uh, fleshed them out a bit. Still probably gonna change some. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of things. I think just having dialogue that works in the scene and it's one of those things that like i guess you don't necessarily know until you've placed it yeah and you've done the acting for it whether or not it will work but like if it doesn't work and it obviously doesn't work just change it do another thing <laughs> yeah i i found that i would Please. actually just just um while i'm doing a line i'll just naturally improv and do something slightly different from like i'll change a few words just naturally yeah because I it's it sounds natural better. because yeah you did it naturally and that Probably ended up sounding one of the top ones. Exactly, yeah, and that's yeah. one of those things. Demos are yeah. demos are hard work. Oh, also, yeah, yeah pe people who tend to write unrealistic dialogue, like I, I think they don't like say their dialogue out loud. Yeah, because yeah. that that'll make a huge difference if you're writing a line and then you just say it out loud and you're like, oh wait, no human <laughs> would ever say this. Uh, exactly. The number one, exactly. One, the, it it's in every it's like. I don't want. I don't mean to sound mean, but like subpar one, I guess that I listened to was like the crazy psychotic one that let madness take over. And it's like, you, you 
I don't know, man. That one just doesn't do it for me anymore. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's all about, I guess, when you're talking about doing a character, I don't know, what is it, what is it we tend to agree to with about stories? If you're telling a good story and it really grips people, at least adults, it's like a character-driven story, mm-hmm. so... You gotta portray a convincing character, but not only that, you gotta have the character like say things that the, and do things that the character would say and do. Mm-hmm. So I think if you abide by those laws and they're a realistic enough character, if they're realistic can, enough, yeah, definitely, then it'll work. Um, and I think you know people can still, I guess, do that crazy psycho thing if it's a character that you've come up with and you're like, oh well, they're psychotic for these reasons mm-hmm. and not just because they're. I don't know, a generic evil genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show yeah. them. I'll show them all. <laughs> okay, anyone who has that in their demo just immediately <laughs> gets, like, blacklisted. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no. <laughs> and you do uh, have to remember, if, you're, if your demo reel is, uh, I guess, when you first make your homemade demo, I would advise that you do not send it to, like, uh... <laughs> agents. What do they care? Just anyone, just don't, don't send it. No, no, If your demo is, like, questionable quality, you're not 100% sure, you maybe bounced off a couple friends, maybe you've had a professional look over and they go, meh, I wouldn't necessarily advise sending it to, like, agencies because, unfortunately, they talk to each other, and if, you, if your demo has, like, a problem with it, they will just blacklist you, which is a pain, but that's something they do. Yeah, if you, uh, well, if you get a professional that, to look at it and they say, meh, well, why would you do anything with it anyways? Wouldn't you just Yeah, scrap well, it? out of the 800 people I listen to demo, <laughs> I'm not a professional, I would go mad most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a demo doesn't have to be... I think, generally speaking, if your demo... If you, like, listen to your demo and you put it next to, uh, you know, a famous voice actor that's been in loads of stuff and you listen to it and you listen to theirs you listen to another professional and some other people, if it fits in and you close your eyes and you go oh, let's see if this person sounds like they could be a professional. Then, like, but if it doesn't do that, if it's, like, out of place, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, your demo sounds a little bit generic, but if it sounds generic amongst professionals, I think you're winning. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's like you want to... You want to mimic what is working for the pros. Exactly. I definitely say if people have bad demos or demos that don't work that do sound like pros, like, still heed their advice. You know, if there is something that is just so overplayed in demos, even if some professionals do it, that you should avoid because you're in a different situation, still heed that advice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, demo making, what a, what a subject. Yeah, it's also like, it's, it's a, how do I say it? It's like steps, I guess. It's like, you can always keep making more demos. Which is cool. Like I like I like that aspect of it. And like you can always like look back on the old ones, compare it to the new ones, see how much you've improved. Exactly. That's what I did. That is pretty much exactly what I did. Oh, I'll <laughs> bet you did. Do you remember what have I I've produced like what three demos so far? Taking them all down and be like that or trash. I, I've I've <laughs> only heard your very first one and I'm like, hmm. Nice sound design. Uh Oh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Mainly. Yeah. Mainly. Like, what? What was that Russian voice in that one scene? What? what why? Yes, boss. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. But you still uh, got compliments from that, uh, for that demo. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did get a lot. And I got, what, two or three paid roles out of that demo anyway? Yeah. I mean, they weren't huge, but they were something. And uh, I guess... It was just so unique that they <laughs> wanted me anyway. I don't know. That demo was whack. <laughs> <laughs> it was so wacky. Don't do what I did with demos. Don't do that. I advise against it. Yeah, and by the way, if there's any clips I sent you and you listen to it and you're like, what the fuck is this? Please, <laughs> I would tell, tell me. I will, I would, don't worry, I would tell you. Because like... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the type to get upset if someone tells me something sucks, okay? Like, I was like, oh, if it sucks, cool. I can do it better now. So, like... <laughs> Speaking of, like, uh, I haven't spoken much about the, uh, the the voice acting competition that's going on Casting Cool Club, but literally, like, do you know how hard it is to not hit in the comments on people who audition and just be like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, for that private one oh, that you put yeah, up? I've... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Are you talking about those 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 magic ones where they're like hitting their desk in between their lines and like you can, uh, hear, them you click. can hear the clicks of the mouse? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's just like I just listen to some people and I'm like, okay, uh, like because I want to take I take them into Adobe Audition and I'm like, okay, where's the audio editing at? Okay, it's here. Is the microphone quality there? Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. Let me audio edit it. Do it myself. I'll listen to it and I'll be like. Yeah, this this sounds this, this is an acceptable quality. I could see this being put somewhere. And then I'll listen to how they deliver the lines. And it's only after I've done the work, that kind of thing, before I can actually judge whether or not they've like done the lines well. And I'm like, why did you stutter in the middle of a sentence for the most charismatic character there is in the whole rock? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You want to like, maybe want to maybe give me another take on that, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and you have no idea. I, I like I, after like spending like five minutes fishing their audition out, listening to it, sorting it out, and then I go back to them and I'm like, could you please resubmit it and actually try this time? <laughs> uh, and then some people just don't read the casting call. They're like, does that say does that say WAV files? I'm gonna submit an MP3. Screw the project director. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm like, great, thanks. And then, you know what I found really funny? Someone submitted a WAV, and I was like, yeah, this is a, uh, this is an, I can hear more than I was expecting to hear. Check sample rate, one nine two. Ah, that that makes sense. I said forty eight. Read, read the project description. In in mono, yeah. And someone, What's someone it? did it in stereo on that. On, I, I'm not joking. In the in the competition, somebody submitted one in stereo, and it was only coming out the left ear. Oh, that infuriated <laughs> me. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, because like some of my early auditions were in stereo, just because Audacity naturally did stereo, and I didn't uh, know the difference. Well, I, I mean, knew the difference, but like I didn't think it made a difference. You know what I mean? It just adds uh, um, more like data to the file. It's literally irrelevant if if you're uh, cloning the exact same speech on both channels because it just sounds mono. That's that's how exactly. your headphones hear mono anyway. But it just just makes the file unnecessarily big, which is why they're like avoid it. And then also if you record to just one of the channels. Yeah, like that. That's that's what I mean. Like even if your uh, software defaults to stereo. I don't see how you like pan it all to the left. 
like on accident. Oh, like I've the, I've done it on purpose for joke auditions. <laughs> like, do, but here's the thing: like, do do they think that's what mono means? It's well, they, like, again, oh, they don't read it, do they? They it, just don't read it, the project description. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> uh, wait, did did Sushi say you were going to audition for that? Yeah, I plan on submitting a couple of them. Oh, definitely do it. I look forward, I look forward to hearing it. We've had great auditions, terrible auditions, auditions that were really cursed for no good reason. Uh, I don't know who it was that told me to put. Um, He's so corrupt as a character. That and was the me. As well. Oh yeah, it's your fault. I know it was your fault. Of course, fault. it would be me. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking about doing the Hisoka one because uh, mm. I, I do, I do a Hisoka. <laughs> oh, please, please do it. But uh, just don't <laughs> listen to Nulls and then don't do that. <laughs> because, okay. Oh no. Nulls audition. I was like losing brain cells over it quite quite quickly. I, I just can't imagine him doing Hisoka in the first place. Like his voice seems like it would be the opposite of what you would want for that character. You can listen to it and you'll you'll come to the same conclusion I did and that's that you'll never want to listen to it ever again. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's not fun. Ah, mm. uh, well, we we really do steer ourselves off topic. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> One of the questions I wanted to ask you, Sushi, is we talked a lot about demos and like getting them made and what good demos and bad ones. But when is it time to get a demo made? Hmm. So your first homemade homebrew demo, done your research. You've done a Jeff, spent two months researching demos, yep. you're ready to get one made. When is it time for other people to get their demo made, their first one? And then when is it time to get a professional demo made? Oh boy. Um, I can answer professional by you are dropping the cash to get a professional coach that has a reputable, reputable sources and reputable people underneath him who endorse them themselves, him or her themselves. And that person says, okay, yeah, I think you're good for a demo. Yeah. That's that's professional level. Like, I yeah. I would not even try to attempt to gauge if I was ready for a professional demo because that is completely out of my jurisdiction, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and it's also probably out of your price range. Yeah. <laughs> I am not trying to drop 1000 to $2,000 on something that I was like, yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I, I'm probably all right. Yeah, I mean, I do some pretty good Sean Connery impressions, so <laughs> I mean, I think I'm ready. Uh, you're ready Just to walk like... into the booth. Hi, <laughs> I'd like to do about two minutes of a Shadow the Hedgehog impression. <laughs> uh, I'm hey hey, I am uh, <clears throat> I'm a bloke. I'm ready to get my uh, my demo reel done. Okay. Um, Grand, yeah, right here. Okay, well, what kind of, uh, what do you, want to do? you know, voices do you do? Oh, well, I, uh, I do female voices. Yeah. How about this? Oh, so you're thinking of more of a black butler type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine walking into a studio? They'd be like, no, out. No, <laughs> get out. No. Get out. We're keeping your get money. Out. Get out. Go, yeah, get out. No, you're... They take a single <laughs> look not at ready. you. They, they just look at you and they're like, amateur, get out. <laughs> amateur, get they, out. They don't you even hear your voice. You have to add more grit. 
You need more grit? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, they don't even hear your voice, and they're just like, out. Nope. I don't think they would refuse your money. That's just a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. In terms of making your own, though, I think once... You need a couple, just like, just a few projects under your belt. And as vain as it sounds, have a couple compliments come your way. Where it's like, wow, I really liked your read for that. Make sure sure that other people are listening to your stuff and they're like, yeah, this this guy's, he's not doing too bad. Yeah, and I think as well, it's the thing that are like, if you're talking, when you get to like a professional level, you're... Some people who are professionals, especially people who do a lot of game, video game work, mm. end up with a visual reel, which is a collection of stuff you've already voiced in. Yeah, that's so weird because a lot of the pros demo reels, it's just stuff they're already in. And I think that's something that you can definitely take away. Oh, is 100%. That, you know, when you're talking about a demo reel, what actually is it? It's kind of just a collection of what you're good at and what you're good at should be stuff you've done yeah and that's exactly sometimes it's stuff you're already in yeah Yeah. exactly what a demo reel is is like you trying to mimic like professional projects like you want to you want to make sure that when you are listening to a sample a shot from your reel it can sound like it came from a professionally done project exactly exactly and Ultimately, when you get to the point where you're raking in the cash, your demo reel is going to be a collection of stuff you've done from professional projects. Yeah, and like you're you're already at that point where it's like you don't need to. Every, people already know who you are. You don't. Yeah, and it, and it's kind of a thing to take. You can take it if you're making your first demo reel, which is if you have projects under your belt and you get cast for a variety of roles, maybe the same roles, different kinds of emotions, just and you've done good delivery and people praise you on it. Adapt the script from the lines you've done. Yeah. Redo them, make them better, and make your demo reel proof of what you have done already, proof of your acting range in action. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to go about it. Yeah, Something I've seen um, from visual reels, what I've heard to not do is not put fan dubs or bridge stuff into visual reels yeah. or on a resume. Because professional people kind of look at that. It's, it sucks that the, it is this way, but like uh, professional people will look at that and think, oh, you, you don't take this seriously. Mm-hmm. You're just doing this as a hobby. But if you're doing an audio-only reel of stuff you've already done, say you did a fan dub that you really like, um, they don't have to know that, that, that audio yeah. is from a fan dub. So you can take that and put that in an audio-only reel. Just I wouldn't recommend putting it in a visual reel or on a resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, you know, if you're talking about you're not applying, you're just wanting to go for, let's say, I don't know, your first demo reel at the stage where you have been in fan-made projects, like, if you're talking about casting Cool Club, you might as well just shove every single thing you've been on in there, unless it was, like, really terrible. <laughs> right, because no, no one in the big leagues is looking on Casting Call Club. Exactly, but people who are on YouTube you, who might actually. be able to get you some recognition for cool stuff do look on Casting Cool Club as I found out a couple of times I, I would <laughs> um, I was put into a actual game like that's being produced from Casting Club and uh, one of the other people who was on there is one of the current voice actresses for Jojo wow yeah, she, like, how about that she auditioned through Casting Club as well so 
Yeah, I, I mean, think you can yeah. you can definitely get yeah. lots of indie projects, even up to like some professional projects occasionally come across. They're, they're diamonds in the rough, so. but they're there. Yeah, they yeah. are. Um, they can remember. There's like twelve thousand projects on Casting Call Club, and all of them but one are good. Back to the uh, <laughs> right. back to the demo reel thing. Um, what are the advantages of having a visual reel over audio only? I'm curious. Distracting people from your acting. <laughs> distracting people from your acting. I find visual reels so distracting. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to maybe 12 of them. Uh, three of them, no, I think eight of them were video game ones, and the rest of them were from, like, sort of... There might have been a couple of video game ones in there as well, but I think they were, like, animated TV shows, stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they are so distracting. Because you want to focus on the audio, and all you can do is look at this fancy visuals going on, and I'm like... I guess it doesn't matter, but I wouldn't make a visual reel as an amateur, yeah, I wouldn't on. say. Yeah. What I always see, the plus side from visual reels, not really from video games, but more so with like animation, is showing off your dubbing technique along with acting with it. It's like you Especially if you're doing like ADR exactly. stuff or lip syncing. Yeah. If you can, like, if it's an anime, which it usually is in this profession and your visual reel shows off you putting a pretty good amount of emotion into it while also adjusting for those lip flaps i think that's what the uh, that's what i always saw them as yeah and a li lip syncing you know take it from somebody who had to not only edit lip flaps but also dub over stuff Oh my goodness, it's no easy <laughs> it's feat. Not. It's no easy nope. feat. Not only is getting the dialogue to work no easy feat, um, but then, like, actually having the, you know, especially if you're talking about things that cannot be changed because the animation is so intense going on that you cannot alter the way that, if you're talking about bridges or whatever, matching lift flaps, oh, yeah. really hard. Mm -hmm. Really hard. And it's a talent. And if you can do it and... Uh, you can do it really well, and you happen to live in Dallas. There are some people who would be very interested in knowing your location. Yeah. <laughs> uh, off you go, Jeff. Go on. <laughs> Soon. In, Soon. In due time. In due time. Are you yeah, going like to Dallas that. for voice acting? I, yes. Um, wow, if incredible. I choose between Dallas or, or Burbank, um, I just, I just, I want to get out of this town I live in now. I, it's terrible. Oh my God, and I feel that now. In a small, <laughs> small town in the East Coast and there's nothing here. I mostly, it's like, um, say like, I'm, I'm not, I'm young, but I'm not like, you know, fresh out of college or high school. So like, I, I was like, if I don't go for this right now, yeah, you're, I'm going to regret mm -hmm, it forever. I, so I kind of dumped everything that i had into uh just getting started mm -hmm. i know i i know i'm not i'm not good enough to uh be in like you know high grade professional quality projects right now but that's the point i was like if i don't start doing this right now um like i'm gonna regret it or, or i'm never gonna start so i just you know i got i i built a booth myself mm -hmm. out of moving blankets and foam yep. i think it sounds really good in there um I've learned how to like I had a background in music mm -hmm. so I know I already know what sounds good in audio and what doesn't so I had a leg up there cool. um and yeah I just I wanted to throw everything I had into this because uh I've kind of secretly in the back of my mind always wanted to do it like ever since I was a kid I've wanted to do this um 
And I just figured now's the time to really just go whole hog and not hold anything back. <laughs> yeah. It is the right time. That, that's also Take us great... with you, please. Yeah, honestly, I could be a roommate, dude. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, rent rent at places that aren't shady, I mean, it's a little yeah. up there. <laughs> um, I remember I was watching a podcast, and it was talking about basically exactly what you're doing. And, like, if you want... Basically, I, I don't want to say a surefire, but a higher chance than other people. Like, I th- what was the phrase? I think you said, run with the dogs at the heels of your feet. So it's like, the only way you can escape, like, is by doing what you love. And in this case, voice acting. So it's like, that that's going to be your only thing that you can focus on. So that means exactly. you got more time put into it. I mean, like, I I literally know exactly what you guys are talking about there. What I've spent the last like, what me me and Zero together been literally blasting the voice acting stuff for the last like what three four months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right around. And we've come some way in that time. Hey, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I suppose I, I had a slightly different angle, but yeah. Yeah, I wish I. I wish I knew what good audio sounded like when I started. Oof. Yeah, I that would help me a lot. Invaluable. I wish I had a better interface when I started. Yeah, that's such a bottleneck <laughs> that nobody, everybody looks over. Yeah, yeah, that it's it's so true. Like I, I, I remember ordering the Focusrite, and and uh, Charles was like, "Okay, if you don't sound any better, I'm gonna laugh at you." And then <laughs> then he listens to it, and he's like, "No static, amazing." And like, yes, finally, <laughs> finally. Do you, what um, it, what do you have right now? I have a uh, CAD E100S and still rocking the solo. Okay. Yeah, hoping to upgrade that to uh, SSL2 or uh, Claret. It's currently what I got right now. SSL2. Yep, I was on a oh, list. Nice. <laughs> and what's your mic right now? Sorry, uh, I forgot. AT4040. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got the you got the dream set up for some people. Yeah, I no, mean, I'm... minus the Neumann TLM one oh three, but other than that <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Yeah, no, the SSL two it's been treating me well and uh I like my I feel I feel like my booth gets the job done. So what, what, is would, your booth? what would you um it it's sorry. No, you're good, man. It's four what is this? Four feet by maybe six feet and then maybe ten feet tall, and it's just completely surrounded in uh, sound paneling and blankets. Nice. Yep. Mine's. Uh, d- did you use a uh, PVC for the skeleton? No, it's my. Because uh, that's what I did. Closet. <laughs> I just. I have a dresser, yeah, and, I, and this is my booth. I built. I built a like a frame. Yeah, yeah. I've PVC seen a lot of people do put, that. Put. Yeah, blankets and foam all around the inside. And it works. Oh yeah. Awesome. That's. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the room outside of it is also treated, so, like... Oh, so you're, yeah, even that, if any audio does seep out, it's getting absorbed right, right back into... Like, I have I have corner foam, and I have blankets on the walls all outside mm-hmm. of the booth, so, like, yeah, anything that gets out is not coming back in. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, that is awesome. I, I'm in the midst of treating mine right now. Mm-hmm. It's almost it was, done. It, it was surprisingly really not that expensive, either. Like, I got... 12 moving blankets on Amazon for 60 bucks. Not bad. And then, and like, the what? Foam, PVC. All, d- the, yeah, the PVC. 
that was the most expensive thing, which just could, and, and that was just because all the corner pieces, yeah, uh, are cost as much as the length of pipe. Um, but I think I probably got this whole room treated for a total like maybe two hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty that's good. Pretty solid. <laughs> I have no foam at all. Yeah, we Gotta know. Get some foam. You know, Charles, they didn't necessarily. Yeah, well, we, well, <laughs> I, yeah, we can't hear anything that would allude to you not having foam, or can we? Let me turn my volume up. I don't know. Can you? I don't know. Maybe the sound of your, oh my goodness. Get how loud I am sometimes when I turn the cans all the way up in the volume. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's loud. <laughs> God bless it be our Lord and Savior, Mike Delgadio, and for telling us that they're called cans. Oh, yes, another fan. Yeah, they're not, right. no longer headphones. They're, they're cans. cans. They are cans. Another they're cans, and if you call them anything else, fan. you're wrong. Exactly, exactly. Oh, man, I'm a huge fan of the guy. Uh, Let me see. What can I hear right now? We can hear someone's... Wh whose is that? That's definitely not mine. Whose fan is going off? Uh, I have no fan in my booth. I have, so. I have no fan either. Someone has a high noise floor in the static. Huh. I can also hear my voice coming through for someone. Hang on, I'll, let me mute myself real quick and see if it's me. Well, I've, All right. I've got headphones, so... Oh. Oh, no, that's your lawnmower. That's the lawnmower. Yeah. That's Zero's yeah, lawnmower. That, that's what it <laughs> is. It's not, it's not my lawnmower. It's someone else's. Yeah, that's that. I, I thought that's what you were hearing, but I, I wasn't sure because you're like, fan? Uh, what? Uh, How yeah. does that lawnmower sound like a... F no, it doesn't. It sounds like a lawnmower. <laughs> because it is yeah. a lawnmower, and, and yeah, it's it's annoying. But I think that's probably the only thing you can hear, uh, aside from my voice in this booth right now. And I can hear the sound of someone breathing. Maybe it's who's me. breathing. <sighs> oh no! Get away. Okay. Oh. All right. Fine. I'm away. No, I can hear who, who's who's breathing. Who is it? Who's breathing? It might have been me. Yeah, I breathe me. occasionally. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> I breathe occasionally. <laughs> Remember in voice acting, nobody breathes. Breathing is not allowed. It's banned. Unless, unless you're like super tired. Oh yeah, yeah unless yeah, you're yeah, tired, unless you're... hurt. It's kind of like the thing in like in movies or TV shows where it's like nobody ever sneezes or coughs unless they're sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, I. Uh, that's one of the things that I really love as well because it makes for if you know what should never be in uh like an audition or for voice acting, you you can make better joke auditions on casting cool club <laughs> by adding those things in. Like you never hear anyone burp ever. You never hear anyone sneeze. You never hear anyone cough. And so like adding those things in, like if you want to portray a character that is just obnoxious you gotta do the obnoxious things yeah it's gotta be done you have a lot of experience with that don't you i do yeah. i do have a lot of experience with joke auditions that is that is my entire oh, no 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 i meant persona i meant you have a lot of experience with being obnoxious oh oh yeah oh. yeah damn, damn Ooh. right i guess i'll just i guess i'll just go then <laughs> 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 oh, Charles. Oh my God, the, I... the light outside. I've only just seen it. Oh, my God. There's, there's sunlight. The lights of success are so bright. I think that lawnmower's <gasps> gone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I turned my volume back down because I was <laughs> deafening myself and 
yeah. By def, you mean literally deafening yourself, not not just not just making it so you. Well, remember that I'm on th plus thirty dB of gain on yeah. this right now. So yes, yes, yeah. that was deafening myself. Okay. All right. And the sound of uh, Jeff breathing <laughs> was really distracting. <laughs> I can just hear a really subtle just. Uh, uh, that you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do love I do love the things you can never put into your demo <laughs> or or any voice acting ever. What's that? You you breathe? Sniffing. That never happens Sorry, either. Sorry, kiddo. We don't do that here. <laughs> if you're not an android complete with five different character voices, you're not even worth our time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Did I hear some reverb, Charles? I have the door open. Oh, the door is open. Why? I, I open the door because I need uh, light to, to br Do you? Yeah, I do. I do need light. Oh, okay. And you'd hear reverb in here anyway. Have you not heard the reverb? Are you joking? Like half this booth is untreated. <laughs> well, yeah, but it didn't it would never sound as bad as that. Did you All close right, we'll, we'll close the booth. All right, here we go. Okay. All right. Okay, I will give you that. That does sound. It sounds like it might actually be treated in here. It's not. Yeah. I promise you, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it sounds like it might be. <laughs> yeah, it's reverb is. If way I clap less down intense. here, you'll probably hear it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Do I clap up here? Wow, you can literally. I can clap to see which parts of the room need treating. I can also see which parts of the room need treating, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Tomorrow, my next shipment of foam arrives. I'm so excited. I'm finally satiating my hunger for foam. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So you use did so. So it's sushi. You have converted like a wardrobe or something or a closet. Yeah, or, it's a, it's like it? a small walk-in closet. That's just like okay. It's got and a you door. put blankets in there as well. Yep, blankets, comforter, or uh, like the. It's mainly comforters, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um. If you saw how, how do you, how do you how do you deal with the heat? I have no blankets in uh, here, and it is hot pain, in here. A lot of pain. 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 Yeah. Maybe a water pain. bottle. The water bottle. Yeah. I, let, uh, I, let that I just have foam in here, and it's so damn hot. Yeah, I let that pain okay, like yeah. fuel my my acting. Uh, to be fair, that's so true. You ever <laughs> try to play an aggressive character? You get in the booth, start yelling, it's really hot and sweaty. And you're like, God, I'm so irritated by how hot it is yeah, in here. Yeah, and then you, you're you like, record time to do again. the perfect take. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, you assholes. And you're like, oh wow, what a great feel that was. And, I sounded genuinely pissed off. And then you, and then you, then you clip the mic. And then, you and then you're like, like, oh well, well, there goes that tape. Go XLR compression saves me from clipping the microphone. <laughs> Yay! Sorry, you're forgiven. Everyone should, everyone should buy live expensive audio racks because <laughs> everybody say thank you to the hard limiting tool. Exactly. This guy gets the, uh, it. This guy uh, gets DBX it. DBX two eighty six was it? Is that what you don't were? buy that? Oh, don't <clears throat> don't. I thought you said do buy it. Okay, I've heard mixed things about it. Some people are like, eh, and other people are like, avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. And you're like, okay, which is it? And they're like, e. Either way, you need a preamp upgrade first, anyway. So yeah, yeah, I really do. I don't know. There's just. What is that one that they recommend? It's like a really famous one, and they're like, oh, it has a really, it has a really, just a name, it's so recognizable. Come on, you must know this, Sushi. You know audio hardware, right? For the most part, I'm actually very amateurish when it comes to preamps. 
You, you, you what? He said you amateurish. What? You what? Did you just say you're an amateur? Unacceptable. That is what he <laughs> said. Can I still be on the? Can I still be on the podcast? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Vetoed. Uh, where's where's my ding button? And the sample is not working. Oh, it's so ready to go ding approved, but no, uh... denied. Yeah, no, they're like they're like uh, audio racks, and they have like a whole chain of stuff. They yeah, have, like, I know what they are, but just like in terms of which ones are the go-to. I know that my friend has yeah. the UA, um, the Solo 610. And he, yeah, he I've just, heard good things about that one. that one. I've heard everything. good things about an Audient one. That uh, just 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 buy everything that Zachary has, basically. Oh no, that one's like a grand. He's got the ID22, the the U87 AI, that oh my that God. other Audient vocal yeah, chain that's like a grand, th or that, maybe it was two grand. Th that that rack is that rack is literally a grand by itself. The, the, yeah. the audio rack, like I, mm. who is this? Why, uh, Zachary? Zachary Allen theory. Yeah. <clears throat> He's in the server sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, low. Yeah, he's pretty busy. I think he like swindled his way into Bang Zoom or something recently. <laughs> so he's he's a busy guy. I did just partake. They had a uh, um uh like an open class like not class but just like a forum thing, Bang Zoom that I participated All right. in. All right. Did you did you get in there too? I did. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, Were you swindled your way into Bang Zoom as well? It, it, like it, it wasn't like it was just like a like Twitter thing where it's like oh uh, it was during the riots so they were like oh all people of color please um, like if you want we have a thing that you can participate in and that we'll give you some oh, nice. info and I did wow. so um, that's pretty good yeah. It was. Did you send them your demo, and that's that's how you got it? <clears throat> no, no, no. Um, I did actually. I was able to send my demo to um, one of the main audio guys for what does he do? He does Doctor Stone. He does Attack on Titan. My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Sounds like uh, you're making some moves then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was just like he was just offering feedback it wasn't like he was like wow but oh he wasn't he wasn't giving you praise what did he say feedback wise did he like it yeah he did like it it was just um uh, it's it's tough because it's uh, it's it's weird because you work with your voice and it's like you want to you want to stick to your niches that like you know you can do well yeah but they always want variety like so it, but it, and like that to, that totally makes sense but it's like where's the fine line between working with what you know works well with your voice and just providing oh, what and expanding your horizons yeah and just like throwing in something that's like way out of left field yeah i think um uh this is one of the things which i find is such a pain because uh i think the best way to discover doing new like portraying new characters tends to be in the part of auditioning for them mm -hmm. and like actually getting into the character and giving it your best shot yep but like even that i don't think is great because if you want to try a new character you can audition for it you can send it in but you don't like stay in character and like shape it 
so, so it fits your voice, yeah. which is why I was like, oh, I reckon if you want, if you approached a vocal coach and you said, right, I'm going to lay down the money and we're going to spend this hour session and we're just going to run through this kind of character and see if it works for me. And if not, we're going to try another one and try and like spend time becoming the character, not like full on method acting, but getting closer to that. Mm -hmm. Because I think pretty sure every single character voice I have ever been paid for has come out of literally trolling people with it in Discord servers for hours on end. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's close enough to just doing improv with random characters. And I'm like, dude, if there was a, there was a vocal coach that could be like train you specifically to do like expand your horizons and that kind of stuff, I would be handing them all of my money. But there isn't, so. <laughs> Boys, did we just find a new business venture? <laughs> oh, I think we did. <laughs> Hit up my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of the, like, 36 people who listen to the podcast on a regular. Hey. Also, give the podcast money, because clean feed's expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot you got pro, didn't you? Well, I have to, otherwise I can't record you guys in the multi-track. Yeah. Because you gotta make that audio sound amazing. Uh -huh. uh, yes, right. Well, you don't have to, but yeah, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Nobody I wants to, to listen to an hour of terrible audio. <laughs> I mean, you have a hard time getting people to listen to a minute and a half of good audio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dang. Exactly. You know what? That's funny. You mentioned that though. The out of the total audience size, like. Most of the people listen to the demos the whole way through. Uh, the podcast hey. the whole way through. I'm like, whoa, how do they make it to the end? Well, they probably just like put it on in the background. Yeah. I, I doubt they're, I mean, they're that's just, what I do. I, I doubt that's, they're listening to do. it intently for an, an hour and a half straight. I'm like, all right. Yeah, probably not. What are they going to say next? I can predict every word this person will say. <laughs> <laughs> There's always um, one creepy person who does that. Okay. I guess you would know, wouldn't you? What are you insinuating? I don't know. What, what am I what? insinuating? Yeah, what are you insinuating? That's a really good question, Charles. You know what I'm going to insinuate? <clears throat> the fact that it's now down to Jeff and uh, Sushi here. For the outro? The outro. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to come up with it. Oh, <laughs> wow. The, oh, did I not tell you about this? You no. did not. You, you <laughs> literally just dropped this nuke on them, Charles. How how could you? Uh, Charles, oh, <laughs> I should have kept you in line. I'm sorry, guys. I should have yeah, told you. Yeah, yeah. It's the policy of every podcast. Whatever the guests come on, they have to do the uh, outro <laughs> on the spot. It's unsolicited voiceover in the unsolicited voiceover podcast. You've been listening okay. to the Unsolicited VoiceOver Podcast. Please audition for my Minecraft Herobrine Let's Play. Voice auditions <laughs> close next Thursday. Thank you for listening. Oh, oh shit, how, how am I supposed to top that? <laughs> Come on, where's your improv skills? You got this, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> you could just do something from your demo reel? I don't know. <laughs> or not. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of shrieking and yelling going on. There. Do it. <laughs> just do it. Yell. Yeah. Just, just yell. yell. Just yell. Please. I did that once. I'm not. Oh shit! Ah! I'm not in my booth though. <laughs>
There you go. Oh, we've, we've had one yell. Like, yeah. Did you just turn your gain down yeah. or did you step way no, away I from the microphone? No, I turned my gain down. <laughs> I was going to say, right. I was like, time, that was a quiet yell. <laughs> time to turn on the pad. Oh, oh no, Zero's yelling now. No, All right, let me turn yell. down my headphone volume. I was choking. I mean, what, you actually want me to yell? Yeah, of course. Oh my goodness. You're technically a guest too. Okay, I mean, everyone's fine. Against. Don't know what that sounded like. Um. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Thank you. Well, that's definitely the end. That is. <laughs> <laughs>